friend, and welcome to the 10-Minute MindShift Podcast. I'm your host, Janet Cagle, certified life coach, business strategist, and lover of all things related to up-leveling my life and yours. My goal is to help you experience a mind shift that gets you one step closer to your goals, whatever they are. My goal is not to keep you wrapped up in self-help all day, just 10 minutes. And who doesn't have 10 minutes, right? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first ever time listening, welcome. I'm happy you are here. You are going to be happy that you are here today, too, because I'm going to give you some little bite-sized knowledge nuggets to help you get through the holiday season without the holiday drama. I'm actually recording this the day after Thanksgiving, and we had all the festival foods, even though it's just the two of us. I had an amazing workout on Dutch and we had a really good walk. We love to watch the dog show and put up Christmas decorations. So that's how we spent our Thanksgiving holiday. Very relaxed, lots of turkey. I can hear hubby trimming trees in the background and doing yard work. So you may be hearing that as well. So that's just what's going on at our house today. This is the time of year that we all seem to pick up a little bit of the hustle and the bustle. And it seems to be, although a very joyous time of year. It can also be a very stressful time of year for a variety of reasons. For sure, this year's different. Folks are not traveling as much and not convening together as much as we normally do due to the pandemic. So maybe that's you. And the thought of not spending time together with family just doesn't even feel festive. I totally get it. Some of you may have that crazy aunt or uncle that tend to get too tipsy or get too loud and it feels like you may not have the energy to deal with them again this year. Some of my listeners find themselves alone on the holidays and that feels very different than the aloneness that they experience otherwise. I remember when I was newly married and my husband and I would split our time between two families on the same day and I know if some of you are experiencing that, that can be exhausting. I know that I've not hit on all the descriptions of all of the reasons why the holidays might be stressful for you, but I think I captured a few. I'm actually going to talk about the thought model today in a much deeper way than ever before. I know you've heard me say it at least 50 times now that it's your thoughts that are creating your results or that's your feelings that drive your action or inaction. And today we're going to put it all together in a thought model. I learned about the thought model a long time ago, originally from Brian Tracy, but then in 2016, when I found Brooke Castillo, I heard it in a way that really resonated and I could actually use it to change how I was experiencing my life. And so that is what I'm going to do for you today. Here is the thought model overview. Circumstances are things that happen. Then we have a thought about the circumstance, and that thought is what makes the circumstance good or bad, positive or negative. The thought is what creates the feelings and the emotions that we experience. Then we are fueled by those emotions to take certain actions or do things or say things in some cases, or in some cases, do nothing. Sometimes our emotions drive inaction. Then finally, we have the result that was created from our actions or our inactions. That is the thought model in a nutshell. In other words, we create the way that we experience the circumstance. Let me give you an example so you can see how it works. Let's use this scenario. Let's say 
Hubby is being ornery and he gets snarky with me when I ask him a question. Not that that's ever happened, but let's just say. So I ask him a question and he gets snotty and snarky back and I feel like I'm a bother to him. We might think that this entire scenario is the circumstance, but here's the trickiest thing about the thought model. Only the facts go on the C line. So in this case, I said words and hubby says words. That's all the facts that there are to this scenario, to this circumstance. My thinking that he was being snarky or snotty and that I'm a bother to him, these are all thoughts. They are the story that I am creating in my brain and how I am interpreting the scenario. Me thinking that I am a bother to him makes me feel lonely. And when I feel lonely, I think about how sad that feels. And I think how I wish I wasn't a bother to him. I try to think of ways that I can just figure it out myself the next time. The result is that I am thinking I am a bother. He just said words. I am the one that gave them meaning. I created my entire experience by the thoughts that I had. This is actually something that happens in many relationships, not just partnership, husband and wife, but friends, coworkers, bosses, you name it. I know it's not pleasant when someone uses a tone, but what I want you to understand is that it's not the tone or the words that are making you feel anything. It's the thought that you are having about them. We get to decide if the thought that we are thinking is a useful thought that serves us and if it will be the thought that will create the result that we want to experience or if we need to decide to think differently about the words and the tone. Here is something that works for me in this scenario. I don't make it mean anything about me. I take me out of the scenario. So instead of me thinking that he is using a tone on me or being snarky to me, I just think, He's using a tone, period. So what? He's being snarky, period. So what? In episode number 12, I talk about having a a manual for someone and how they should behave or how they should act as like having premeditated resentment. I recommend listening to that one next. It'll be very useful. He's a grown adult. He can say what he wants, however he wants to say, and it doesn't mean anything about me. It only means that is how he chooses to speak in the words he chooses to say. I can make it mean that I'm a bother or that he's mean, or I can make it mean he's having a bad day or that I caught him at a bad time. I could make it mean that he's human and that's how humans talk sometimes. So what? We get to decide what we want to make mean, any of it, all of it. And we get to decide if that thought is useful and it serves us. The thoughts we have are going to produce the way we experience the circumstance. As humans, what we try to do is control the circumstance. We try to control the sea line. We try to control how people show up in our lives in order for our life to be what we want to experience. That is exactly where the wheels fall off the wagon. We are not in control of how other people act. They are. We are not in control of what other people say or do. They are. And when we abdicate how we feel emotionally to another human, We are in emotional childhood. When we take full responsibility for how we feel and the experience that we create in our life, we are in emotional adulthood. So let's layer on the holidays. We are the ones who get to decide how we want to experience the holidays, regardless of what other people say or do, regardless of being alone or surrounded by family. Regardless of how we choose to celebrate the holiday, it's our choice by the thoughts that we choose to have. Years ago, my husband and I decided to stop 
Christmas shopping at Christmas time. We send the kids money and let them do the shopping. We don't exchange gifts either with each other. We haven't for years. That decision changed the entire holiday experience for us. But it's so funny when I share that with people, I get all kinds of responses like, oh, I wish I could do that. I just don't know how it would even feel like Christmas if I didn't do all that shopping. Or I would be furious if my husband didn't get me something for Christmas. Or what do you do with all the time if you aren't wrapping gifts or unwrapping gifts? Here's my answer. The feeling of Christmas comes from your thoughts, not the shopping, not the gift exchange, not the wrapping or the unwrapping of the gifts. Now, here's what I want you to hear. If you doing all the shopping and if that's energizing to you, carry on. If that's how you want to experience the holiday, then rock on. But... If the hustle and the bustle does not energize you, and if you want to experience the holiday a little bit more peaceful and calm, that's always an option too. So many times I hear people say how they will be so glad when Christmas is over, or they can't wait till after the holidays to get their lives back in order. And I want you to know that the holiday and what you are celebrating is your experience to create for yourself, and it doesn't have to be something that you wish to be over. The holidays, whatever holiday we're talking about or whatever holiday you are celebrating and how you are choosing to celebrate, the holiday is neutral. It's a circumstance. In the thought model, the holiday goes on the sea line. It's your thoughts about the holiday that has you feeling overwhelmed, rushed, stressed, lonely, aggravated, whatever you're feeling. And when you take action from those emotions, that creates the holiday drama that you are experiencing. This is the time of the year that offers us an opportunity to really decide the experience that we want to experience. I have a friend who was really dreading see, seeing her mom this week at Thanksgiving. She already knew her mom would say things like, the turkey isn't moist as it was last year, or the pie crust might have a pinch too much salt. When her mom says these things, my friend's feelings get hurt. Here is what I want you to see. She thinks she is feeling hurt by what mom says. Hang with me. You might be thinking the same thing. I get it. But she's feeling hurt because of the thought that she's having about her mom's words. So when I asked her, what was she thinking? She said, nothing I ever do is good enough. People, mom saying pies need more salt isn't hurting your feelings. You thinking nothing you do is ever good enough. That is what's making your feelings hurt. Do you see that? As humans, we take what people say and we add story and meaning and interpretation. And generally, we don't make it a happy one or even a neutral one. We go to the worst case scenario. We need to stop making everything mean anything about us and stop looking, stop looking to mom to say the perfect words in order for us to feel good about ourselves. That's our job anyway. It's not mom's job, not boss's job, not husband's job, not daughter's job. It's an inside job. Just love mom exactly the way she is. Let her just be her. Drop the expectation that she will ever be any different or that she even has to be different in order for you to feel good enough. That isn't going to come from her saying the turkey and the pie and pie crust are perfect anyway. You feeling good enough is your feeling to generate by the way you think, not by what other people say or do or what they think. Whether it's the holiday or a regular day, we get to be on this planet experiencing this life. This is true. And it is the thoughts that we think that create that experience 
for us. I hope that something I said has resonated with you and that this episode has you feeling determined to experience the holiday exactly the way that your heart desires. Here are three keys to doing just that. Number one, drop the manual for how others should show up. Number two, decide how do you want to experience the holiday and only do that. Number three, decide the thoughts that serve you and think those. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. I would love to hear your thoughts. Email me, Janet Cagle at JanetCagle.com. Now, have the best week ever. That's a wrap of the 10 minute mind shift podcast. I hope that you were able to experience your own mind shift today. Listen, if you're ready to take this work to the next level, I highly recommend life by design Academy. It's my one-on-one coaching program that offers you a transformation at the speed of life. 